Welcome to the 7 Days to Amazing podcast, where you learn how to make your life, business, and style even more amazing in the next week. Now your host, Sharon Haver of FocusOnStyle.com, helping you live the life that others only dream about so you can be the best at being you. Hello, Sheiksters. I am Sharon Haver, and I promise to amaze you today. We're doing a very special episode of 7 Days to Amazing today. It's a solo episode. No guests, just me. And the reason is my guests and I have brought you so much valuable information on helping you and your business get out there based on their personal stories and achievements to accelerate your growth and to help you be the best at being you and even more amazing in the next week. But sometimes I get a lot of questions on how I've done something, how I started out. And I thought this would be a really great time to help you with my beginnings. And the topic we're going to talk to today about is how to be media friendly, how to create your own opportunities to get in front of the media when they're just not calling you. Now, don't get me wrong. Not everyone's phone goes ringy dingy dingy and has the media calling all the time. But if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a business person, if you're an expert, a guru, or someone who's positioning yourself to be a leader within your expertise, being media friendly is something that you should do. We're going to learn more about pitching the media um, in the coming weeks in another episode of How to Be Amazing. But right now, what I want to teach you to do is how to prepare yourself so that you can show up as a success, meet your expertise, and create your own opportunities. Does that sound cool? So, I started out with um, my degrees in marketing, actually, and my first job out of school was in PR, and I kind of wanted to be in PR, and back in the day, I used to love that old slogan that David, David Ogilvy used to say, and it's that, you know, PR you pray for, advertising you pay for, and I thought it was so cool to be able to get a client, a brand or something, and be able to take their message and put it in front of the media and then have the media come and cover them. And I actually, my, one of my first jobs was writing a press release for Manhole Cover Epoxy, isn't that glamorous? And then I did some stuff with rock and rollers and realized I didn't like how they wanted to pay me. And I had a job in a PR media company for a while and uh, then it left and, and I became a stylist pretty young on and I kind of sort of forgot my background and my training, but it's always with me and it's always a part of me. So when I was a stylist for a really long time, about, mm, 14 years maybe at that point, or I was a stylist for over 15, so somewhere in that, that 14, 15, towards the, end of, towards the end of my photo shoot days, I was realizing that women, everyday women like you, like me, were not really being best served in the fashion media at the time, that they weren't they weren't understanding the stuff that was presented to them in magazines, and I know that because they would come up to me all the time and say, I could never be like her. I could never be like that. I'm not a model. I'm not an actress. And I'd be like, no, anyone can do that. You know, Danny DeVito in a dress can look good. And that shows you how long ago it was with Danny DeVito as a reference. But Danny DeVito in a dress could look good with the right glam squad. And 
from that, I decided I needed a way to reach everyday women. That was why I started in style. That's what kept me going. That's what made me feel confident about myself. I was never really sucked into the designer wardrobe of the season. Even though I love designer clothes, I love getting them at discounts. Even though I love clothes and fashion, but I wasn't a fashion person per se. I was more a real person who knew how my self-worth, my feeling, everything about me elevated when I felt great about myself from how I was presenting myself by way of my style. So I decided I wanted to be a syndicated columnist and I loved Dear Abby growing up and I wanted like a cool Dear Sharon column. So nobody was calling me and saying, hey, Sharon, I want you to write a column, even though I was doing freelance writing work at the time, too. But no one was offering me my own column. So I decided to pitch syndicators and pitch wire services. And um, one of them stuck. It was the Scripps Howard News Service. And my managing editor emailed me back, my managing editor-to-be at the time, and said, I want to put candles on your catwalk. Thank you, Peter Copeland, for that. And I started this, the Focus on Style syndicated fashion advice column on the Scripps Howard Newswire. So that was cool, right? Media didn't come to me on that one. I called the media. I pitched myself. It was actually one of the very few times in my career that I ever pitched myself. What I learned how to do was to position myself in a way that the media came to me because it was so much easier. It was so much easier having myself as the expert, as the product that they wanted rather than knocking on doors. Now, there's nothing wrong with knocking on doors. It's totally necessary, but I was also a little lazy, I'm going to be honest. And having the platform of being in 400 papers a week or being my column sent out to 400 papers a week on the wire and each week it would depend on, you know, how many picked them up or didn't pick it up. So the reach was different every week depending on, you know, hard news I'd be cut out or some people wouldn't pick me up at all, another paper would shorten it to a blurb, whatever it was, but that was my distribution. So from that, I actually get it got known in a different way. I was already known as a stylist. People were already calling me to interview me, but now they were thinking of me as an expert. And from that, when I left the Newswire and I created FocusOnStyle.com, I inadvertently, and it was quite quite serendipitous, I became number one for fashion expert for 10 years. So that was my SEO, it happened. And then I figured out SEO had to keep it until Google changed its algorithm. But I had a good 10-year run on that. And what happened was I created, or it was sort of by osmosis created, and then I continued to manifest and to do the work to keep it going, the SEO for being number one for fashion expert. So therefore, media was calling me. And they were coming to me. They were finding me. Right now, I think I'm top in the top few for style expert, but um, not the fashion page, if you Google it, the algorithm's all funky and it's some strange uh, game or something. But anyway, I created that opportunity. I sustained that opportunity through SEO. And then through being online, through having a brand in the early days, I was one of the first people to start a, an independently owned website. It was back in 99 before there was even such a word as blogger. I was in a niche 
of my expertise for helping the everyday woman make the most of what she's got. So people would call me and I've been in the media in one shape or form almost a thousand times. It's nearly a thousand. It maybe is in the 900-ish range. It's hard to exactly tell because um, a lot of times I was interviewed on newswires, so that would be a much bigger reach. A lot of time I didn't care and I didn't even count it. When you're talking about the times I was in the media or my work when I was a stylist, um, as I was also a freelance writer from here and there for a few things, um, worked a little bit on that what to wear column. And then I had my newspaper column with a bigger distribution and then being called on as an expert, even starring in my own Macy's commercial, being a spokesperson, being on multi sides of the media and always having focus on style.com as my home my home base. So I've seen the media in so many different ways. And I realized too, that it's very easy to get attention. And sometimes it's really hard. And one of the things is when you get attention, when the media calls you, you need to be ready. And in the sense of being ready, not only do you need to be ready and be an expert and know your stuff and can talk and sound bites and all that good stuff, but you need to look like look the part for them to call you. So if somebody is calling you and you have a website and let's say you are someone who helps small business owners, I don't know, get out of the red in 12 days or less, right? So you're like, okay, I've got a hundred clients. I got out of the red in 12 days or less, blah, blah, blah. And then the media says, "I, I need to do this story. We need an expert who really works with these small business owners and they find you or someone says, hey, go call uh, Joan Schmo, right? And they're like, I'm going to call Joan Schmo. And they call, they look, Google her and Joan Schmo looks kind of dated, kind of timid, kind of not quite on top of it, not relevant. They're not going to call you for the interview. They're going to pass you by to the next person who really has that look of someone who can make it online. And it's so important when you want to be in the media to look the part, to look believable, to look believable to the producer, to the editor, to the audience, to the readers of the publication, so that somebody believes your expertise. After a while, you know, they can doll you up. I always love to use the story of, um, what was her name? Susan Boyle from, uh, Great Britain's Got Talent. Remember, she came on the show and she had this frumpy gold dress and this horrible hairdo and these caterpillar eyebrows. And then she was singing and she raised her arms and she had sweat stains and hairy armpits. And everybody was like rolling their eyes. And Simon Cowell looked like he was going to vomit. And then all of a sudden, she opened up her mouth and she sang. And it was like, wow, she's awesome. And Simon Cowell looked like he was blown away as he should, because she was incredibly talented. And then what happened? She came back again, and they cleaned her up. She looked like someone you'd want to listen to. And she continued to look modern. They fixed her hair. They plucked her eyebrows, probably shaved her pits, put her in more modern clothes, not high fashion, crazy clothes, but more stylish clothes. And she looked like someone worth listening to. So that's what happens. So unless you're coming in your business at a point where you are one of these before and after shows, you always need to look like the after. You always need to look believable. Hey, excuse me, let me jump in for a second. 
We're sharing a lot of amazing things today, but you know, there's more. If you have a friend that you think will also enjoy this episode, don't forget to share it now. Do you like to listen on the go? Simply download this episode in iTunes. While you're there, subscribe and write a review so we can continue to bring you the most amazing content possible to help you be the best at being you in your life, business, and style. For more amazing episodes, go to our podcast library at www.7daystoamazing.com where you will find episode transcripts and additional resources. Thanks for letting me jump in. Back to the episode. Let's say the media is not calling you, but you want to be media ready. Let's say you are going to learn how to pitch the media. You don't have any, you, you really, you've gotten to this point where they're not knocking on your door, but you know you've got something super to offer. You know you have expertise that the world should share and listen to that you can help other people with. You know you've got some message that can help other people that's valuable to society and you want to share. Well, how about if you create your own media? Because we now live in a day and age where you don't have to rely on others. Sure, it's cool to be in quote unquote real media a lot and there is some prestige with it there's authority there's credibility when the national paper calls you or a national news show or even your local news and they're doing something on the 4-H society and it's your pumpkin that got picked whatever it is there is some credibility to being in the news there's no denying it but until that opportunity happens or while it's happening and if you want to sustain it we now are in a time where you can create your own media. And that's what I've done as well. So besides being called to the media so many times, and if you go to um, the site, to focusonstyle.com, I can't even remember the name of the page. And you go to the top of the website, you can also look under media or the about me, and you'll see where I've been in the news. And that's great, and that's awesome. But you'll also see opportunities I created. FocusOnStyle.com is one of them. I created my own website where not only when it started out, it was just my advice column. From that, I had a whole coterie of experts and gurus as contributors, but eventually it became me and my style advice and then putting on my business brain again, which was what, what was kept it going. My business side has been the motor, the driving force that keeps everything together, is now I help other entrepreneurs build their business, step into their star power, and it's not just the pretty dress, it's the whole package. So I created Focus on Style as my platform for enhancing my opinion to get it out there to more people to creating my own online business. I also created this podcast, Seven Days to Amazing, right? So you are listening to me right now, self-produced, self-done. I've created my own radio show because I also, you know, I grew up on, my mother was a talk radio junkie. She read seven newspapers a day and had talk radio on all day long. So I love the feeling of it and a podcast made that much more accessible to me and also easier because when you're in the driver's seat, when you're producing it, yes, of course, there's a lot of extra work as well, but you're in control of having your message get out there the way you see fit. No one else is editing it. No one else is changing it. It's not being distilled in any way. It's your truthful message. Another thing that I created on my own, which you could do on your own as well, is a book. I, um, I had two books. 
that um, oh, I had a big agent once too. That wrote that one really didn't work too well. I had two books that both almost got to the gate, almost got out there, and for whatever reasons that be, they never got published. So it was a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, and uh, kind of disheartening. So then I decided to create my own book write my own book and I was doing it and then I got an idea to do something else kind of stop that one and my book that's coming out very soon which is called style word is a quote book which I self-published on my own and um, did that too you can do that also it's at worst a book is a really cool business card for people to get to know you more on the other hand it's just another way to get your message out there so that's three ways that I've created my own media in addition to being in the media as many many times as I have and that's with building an own website building my creating my podcast and a book now what about getting on the camera right I see so many people so many entrepreneurs right now are taking these programs and courses and they're doing all these live streams and people like connect with your audience get live get in front of YouTube you do this do that well I will tell you that there's truth and there's some not so truth in that YouTube is a different ball game honestly I kind of let it go dry for about five years not so easy to get the top rankings now as you could have then but you're still getting your message out there so I also have created my quick tips videos and I do live streams here and there but what the problem is and that's another form of creating your own media right so but what the problem in that is what I see with so many entrepreneurs is that they don't know how to perform on camera how to look on camera, how to position this up on camera in their expertise. So you see them and they might have the valuable message, but they're kind of sitting in a dungeon. There's no light on them. They look a little slumpy and dumpy. Their camera's not the right way. You're looking into their chin or their neck. They don't have the posture. They don't know how to put it on. So they're not media trained. So what's happening is even though they're out there, getting used to it, getting their feet wet, they're actually hurting their brand by not looking the part and looking not as confident as they can and, and, and not seen in the right light because it takes less than seven seconds to make a first impression. I think that that's just a lie. I know I see someone, especially online, it's like a, you just instantly look at them and you know if you want to listen to them and you know if you don't, right? And then it also takes about 55% of the time people look at you is based on your appearance and your body language, right? Also, I think that people being polite is exaggerated a bit. So if someone's looking at you on a live stream or on a, a video you're doing for your business and you're not positioning yourself to look like success you're not don't have the lights on you you don't have the clothes that the composition of the shot is kind of janky they're not going to perceive you to be the expert you want them to unless you get that part together and the other thing is um creating maybe not exactly your own media but an extension of it is your headshot is your photo or your profile images so that also needs to be in it you're you are you're in competition with celebrities with authorities in their field whenever you're on facebook because you're going down the same feed right so you're it's you going down the same feed as people who are really up there so you need to make sure sure that you're perceived to be that same person or when the media calls you 
and they see you that you look like the person they want to listen to they want to put on camera they want to interview because you've got that look and with that that's why I created my program um, simply amazing headshots because in simply amazing headshots I teach everyone how to be able to create your own photos with whatever you have at home your phone your cat your computer whatever you have that you can instantly create that look and that image of looking like someone who is standing in their expertise so my point is is that right now if you want to get in front of the media and they're not calling you and you've done everything else you've got the expertise you've listed yourself on a million things something is not really clicking they're not coming to you maybe one of the things you need to realize is they're not seeing you in the light you want to be seen in that you need to step up your game by creating your own podcast creating your own website writing your own book whatever it is and in that positioning yourself in the best light to look believable to look credible to look relevant to look like you've got you've got it going on so you can start to do things as simply as create your own podcast and even if no one is listening to you maybe something like a podcast can just be an audio message to your mailing list right maybe once a week you could send something like that out maybe you can create little audio pitches to the media and send it to them and say hey I thought you'd like to have a listen to it maybe you just want to be able to talk to your Facebook community or your social media community that way and then eventually start building yourself up on iTunes or you know looking for sponsors if that's something you want right now we're not using sponsors because I I really want it to be my platform I don't really want to be interfered with other sponsors and um, you know it, it's working out just fine for me this way but there's different ways because you say how can you make money when you have when you're creating your own media and when you do that there's really there's really a couple of ways one is to get sponsors to support you the other one is just to have to run ads on it which could also be sponsored the third one is is basically to use that to bring in people traffic people who are interested in your message to learn more for the other things that you might sell or serve through your your business or on your website so you really also need to go in and niche out your expertise and that's something that I think is critical when people first came to me online as a fashion expert I was pretty much known as a fashion expert who helped the everyday woman make the most of she's what she's got by having can-do chic style advice and it was everyday woman's style it was deciphering the fashion code that any woman can go in her closet and figure it out so I was getting called I was doing a lot of covering a lot of fashion week as well I was doing it as inspiration and yes that's kind of cool um, when I was do covering it for the newspaper too that was like trend reporting but it was more no I was more known for helping like the Martha Stewart of fashion per se you know helping the everyday woman feel great in her skin and that helped bring more types of newspapers service magazines features coming to me and asking my opinion in that niche of helping everyday women 
The other thing you want to be able to do, which I touched on a little bit before, is to show up as a success, no matter what it is, online, in your branding, in your logo, in your appearance, in your headshots, in your videos, to show up as a success. And I see so many people, and I'll just keep saying it again because I think this is crucial, who do all this other stuff. They hire all the business coaches. They hire the marketing coaches. They hire someone to help them self-publish a book. They hire someone to produce their podcast. They hire, 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 take a course, take a course, take a course, take a course, get a business coach, put a business coach, cook, cook, and they go in this vicious circle until they're basically bled dry, don't have any money to actually put it into their business, and they're forgetting about the most important commodity they have, and that's them and their star power. And unless you get your star power in check, it's going to be really hard for someone to call you on a national basis. Just saying from being on other sides of the media, you need to look credible, believable. You need to look, now, I'm not saying you all need to go out there and look like, I don't know, J-Lo. But you need to look like, because I certainly don't, you, although I wouldn't mind her legs, you need to look like you're, you're within your expertise. If you're talking about finances, you need to look like somebody someone would trust their money with. If you're talking about yoga, yeah, you could be wearing, you know, leotards. But whatever it is, you need to be looking the part of the perceived expert in your field. Of course, it's fun to do your own style and put your freak flag on and go whatever you want. But when you're starting out you want to be credible and believable you need to be the best of what someone in that industry would look like then you can kind of you know and even also think about it this way let's say if you're a guy then you've got a long handlebar mustache and a long beard and you're kind of like funky eyeglassed and you're talking about finances right now if you had that same funky hair and you were wearing some t-shirt talking about finances Maybe you wouldn't get booked on a Wall Street Today show, right? But if you still had that funkiness, but you're wearing a beautifully cut suit and you look like a guy who's kind of a free spirit yet still has the air of success in the cut of your suit and the tailored fabric opposed to a t-shirt, you might start looking like a more creative person in a more state corporate kind of environment so you can you know it, it, when you're when you're doing a video or you're doing a, a background for your photo you always have to keep in mind of the set and setting and it's the same thing in your style that if one part of you was maybe a little more woo woo or out there or freak flaggy that it's balanced by something that's a little bit more authoritative a little bit more relevant a little bit more classy or elegant whatever the word you want to use is but it's grounded by something that looks like success so then you can tweak it and turn it in your way and create your own mold but one of the things that I teach everyone on focus on style is really stepping in your star power because celebrities are really no different than you and me they just they just know how to put it on. I could go through that on what it was like working with celebrities and, you know, when they would walk in a room and you wouldn't even know who they were until, you know, somebody announced them and then you dolled them up and they looked bigger than life. Well, we're all our own celebrities. We're all our own best celebrities. We just need to know how to turn it on and know how to be ready for the media. So I hope you enjoyed this. Just keep in mind with the three things, that if you want to get in front of the media and they're not calling you, the best way to be media friendly is to show up as a success, 
meet your expertise and create your own opportunities in the best way you can. I hope this helps you out. If you have any questions, don't forget to email us over at focusonstyle.com. And please, I encourage all of you to download the free star power flash kit, focusonstyle.com forward slash insiders. You'll hear my friendly announcer at the end telling you more about it. But really, you all deserve to step in your own star power. And you know, time waits for no one. If people are knock, knock, knocking on your door, make the opportunities happen for you. It's your job to be the best at being you and get yourself out there and shine the best light you can on you. Talk to you soon. Take care. Bye-bye. That's a wrap. Well, not so fast. We covered a lot of amazing things today. But what's your biggest takeaway from this episode? Hop on over to www.focusonstyle.com to leave a comment and keep the conversation going. While you're there, be sure to subscribe to become a Focus on Style Insider. Not only will you get instant access to the Star Power Flash Kit, curated to help you and your business get out there, but as an insider, you'll also receive exclusive bonuses, amazing content, and access to special events that Sharon only shares by email. Subscribe now at www.focusonstyle.com insiders. It's your time to be the best at being you. So don't forget to subscribe at www.focusonstyle.com insiders. See you on the next episode of the 7 Days to Amazing Podcast with Sharon Haver, where you learn how to make your life, business, and style even more amazing in the next week.